0: welcome to intuitive astrology with molly mccord thank you so much for joining me today as we take a look at the major astrological energies of october 2023 where over the course of this month we will have venus completing her retrograde journey in leo before entering virgo fast moving mercury will finish up his time in virgo then move through all of libra and into scorpio this month brings us more energy and action around the south node in libra where mars mercury and the sun will meet up with the south node in libra for the first time since 2005 we also have mars entering scorpio plus eclipse season Is unfolding in October and both eclipses are ruled by Venus in Virgo and we also have Pluto stationing direct and then moving forward which means that this Pluto energy is going to move away from the ongoing square to the nodes of fate that we have been feeling since the middle of this year so it's quite a big month there are a lot of energies activating and coming alive. And because we're moving into eclipse season, I want to begin by sharing that these eclipses are cycle breakers. Cycle breakers. There is something you are ready to break away from, break out of, even allow yourself to move forward, to be free, to stop something that is no longer for your best and highest good and to also be very honest with yourself about what that is because of course there are parts of our own internal world energies and needs that only we know about and so this is an important month to be mindful of breaking cycles of being complete being done with something and ready for the next level, ready for more, ready for growth, whatever that might be for you. So this will be a strong theme, especially as we move into the eclipse energies. Now the eclipses are on October 14th at 21 degrees of Libra. This is a ring of fire solar eclipse. Every solar eclipse is a new moon and it's working with the south node. So there is a tension here on the Patterns you are completing and ending that relate to Libra themes. We often think of Libra as relationships, partnerships, interactions, cooperations, collaborations. Libra is also the energy of people you disagree with, people you don't. Get along with that, you have different values, different ideas, different needs. And so, Libra shows us where the energies don't match up. Now, one thing I'm seeing around this particular Libra solar eclipse is that there's going to be opportunities, especially during all of Libra season, for us to strengthen the parts of our energies that have been underdeveloped, weaker or haven't been performing at full capacity or at their full potential. So this is a time to assess what areas of yourself, your needs, your experiences need to be strengthened. Similar to going to the gym, and maybe you do some exercises on the machines or you take a class or you're involved in some kind of exercise and you realize, oh, wow, I'm really strong on this side of my body. Maybe that's your right side or whichever is more dominant. It's very clear that it's more of your comfort zone, that side of your body. You can do the exercises easily, you're in control, you're getting stronger. It's like, yes, this is good, I'm doing good. Then you move to the other side of your body, let's say the left side, and all of a sudden it feels like a four-year-old is running that side of your body and you're like, I can't do the exercises the same way, this is harder, I don't have my balance, I'm not as strong on this side of my physical self. Well, Libra is about being in balance with ourselves. And this could be a month that you understand where you're out of balance and you can set an intention around what you need to strengthen. And this can certainly relate to both your masculine and feminine energies and expressions, where if you've been overly invested in your ego, in your mind, it's time to come into your heart, into your intuition, to trust those messages, to trust what you're feeling or sensing that will not be rational. They will not be logical. And often what happens when we're learning or we're doing more work around trusting our feminine energies, our intuition, and our heart is that we can try to compartmentalize it. Like, let me just put it over here in my brain to understand it. But that's not how feminine energy works. So just an example that part of this month is going to show you what is out of balance within you and where you can put some Beautiful intentions behind that, where it's just about maybe opening up your experience or opening up your willingness and your desire to strengthen those parts of yourself. And you know, if you go to the gym or you embark on any kind of exercise routine, it takes time, right? You don't just do it once and you've got it. It takes time to strengthen that muscle, to get better at that particular exercise or to develop your abilities in that way. So that's important to note is that there's things coming up that will show us what we're ready to strengthen, what we're ready to really move to a higher potential But you've got to give it time. You've got to keep showing up. You have to keep trusting it and allowing yourself to learn about this part of who you are. And that feels like a strong message of October where we're understanding more of who we are, what perhaps is out of balance, where we're ready to be stronger in all areas of our lives. And I feel like these eclipses are going to showcase that. And as I said, these eclipses are cycle breakers. There could be things that you're like, I'm not going back to that version of myself anymore. I don't want to have those experiences. I don't want to be locked in to certain energies or things that really don't serve me Because as you have grown, as you have ascended into higher frequencies and more of your own self-knowingness, there's things we leave behind. We shed it, we don't want it, it no longer resonates, and we can even become annoyed or agitated or just feeling like, I don't even like that part of myself anymore or I don't like that energy, that feeling, that experience. So there is an exfoliation here. And it could show you some things that you've already been feeling or sensing and then it's just under the surface and you have something come through that acknowledges that you were correct, that also verifies that you're on the right path. This is the best thing to do right now for your energy. This is the best way to honor yourself, to respect your energy and to feel clearer in who you are right now feel like October is going to open us up to also more ways to affirm our journey, meaning to look back and say, yeah, I made the right choice or yes, this was the right direction. It also could show you where you want to course correct, where there's some things you would like to do differently next or going forward. And that's also what eclipses bring up, is that it shows us the changes we're ready to make, as well as reveals more of what is really for your best and highest good. So both of these eclipses are ruled by Venus and Virgo. And Virgo is about specifics. We have just been in Virgo season. In fact, as the month begins, we have Mercury in Virgo, and it brings us into understanding what works and what doesn't work. Now, Venus in Virgo can be very particular, very specific. She can even be nitpicky about, no, I don't like that. No, I don't want that. And what she needs is time to contemplate and to allow the energy to run from her head into her body, to embody more of the fullness of the energy and to not only be locked in the mind. So during eclipse season, there can be opportunities here to allow something to come through, sink in, really feel it and understand what your body consciousness is experiencing and communicating to you because this is where we can see a disconnect between the mind and the body which is Virgo's domain. Virgo rules both. It allows us to be analytical. It also shows us where we want to be better in our physical selves, where we need to take care of ourselves and I feel like there's something here where this Venus and Virgo is actually asking us to sink into our bodies more listen to what is being expressed, what's coming out, and to also be kinder to ourselves, to not go into that inner critic, to not go into guilt, to not think that we have to be a certain way in order to be lovable. In fact, with Venus being about the heart, the energy here is opening us up to all the ways that we are fallible, all the ways that we make mistakes and We maybe don't do things right, quote unquote, the first time, but that there's always room for improvement. And that could be something you're seeing in these eclipses where you're understanding what part of your own energy cycle you're breaking because you know, I could do that better. Yeah, and I'm going to give it my all. I'm going to give it my best, but I'm not going to be hard on myself. Rather, I'm going to love myself through this, soften into the mistakes or the misdirections or the things that we don't always do well the first time. I feel like that's part of where we can assess where we've applied too much mental energy to a part of our experience that ultimately doesn't serve us. That inner critic is not needed for everything or in every way. So there's something here that could feel quite internal, like you're really processing, you're really in some depths of review, really going into parts of your experience that have played out, run through, you're like, okay, got it, I understood maybe what you were learning or what you were correcting, and now there's an opportunity here to do something differently in a way that is kinder and more loving to yourself. Now, I feel this is important because Venus is completing her retrograde journey in Leo, where she is in Leo until October 8th. So, for about the first week or so of the month, Venus is still in these Leo energies and she's still making connections to Neptune, the North Node, and Pluto. Now, Venus and Leo will have an inconjunct to Neptune in Pisces, October 2nd to 5th, and then an inconjunct to Pluto in Capricorn, October 5th to 7th. The inconjunct is where the energies don't match up. They have different agendas, different needs, different desires and expressions, so they're not on the same page. But Venus has been going through some very deep rewiring, some very deep reprogramming where some things she thought were certain, she thought was very clear, and she felt very strong about, it's softened. It's almost weakened in a sense. It's like, oh wait, no. That isn't what I thought it was because sometimes, as Venus and Leo, she can be so much in her own energy, in her own power, her own sense of self. That is one of her strengths in Leo. She is very creative. She feels very good about who she is and she's ready to get things done and move it forward. But there have been Many, many aspects that this Venus and Leo has been receiving. And so here, as October begins, she's back in this finger of God aspect, which is where she began her journey. Now, this is also called a Yod. And what this shows her is more of what she really, truly wants that she thought she couldn't have. And here she is returning to this same powerful aspect with Neptune and Pluto, the two outermost planets that we recognize in our solar system, the ones associated with our God self, our intuition, our soul's evolution. And something is coming up for this Venus as October gets underway that she still feels uncomfortable about but she understands that it's part of her growth trajectory. It's part of what she needed to learn or go through. It's part of how she needed to expand and tap into more of what she's capable of. Um, And so just a quick note is that I have for you on YouTube a video discussing back when Venus stationed retrograde in Leo and those finger of God energies. It might be helpful to review that, to check that out because she's back, but she's different she's different. There's something that has shifted in her heart. I've been feeling a lot of heart openings. I've actually been feeling heart openings around masculine energies and I've been feeling it as really uncomfortable. Sort of like, do I have to wear this? Do I have to do this? It's kind of like this resistance. I also feel... That these heart openings can feel like they challenge one's sense of self or pride or what you thought you knew. And so this Venus returning to the finger of God means the universe is pouring in new messages now. Almost like that heart space has been cracked open and now there's room for more information, more wisdom, more knowledge to pour through, especially from your soul. So, as we move into October, there's going to be more things showing you how your heart has been reprogrammed and what that means for your sense of self. I actually feel this as a broadening and a brightening of those energies where. Things have been turned up. Maybe you had a light bulb in there that was 40 watts and now it's 120 watts. Maybe there's something that has shifted and there's like more space over here or more space over there in your heart chakra. And then she goes on to rule the two eclipses of the month. She's the ruler of the Libra solar eclipse at 21 degrees and she's the ruler of of the Taurus lunar eclipse at five degrees. So whatever has shifted for you is part of the cycle breaking, is part of your own heart evolution, is part of your growth at this time that is also going to show you what's been out of balance. So just to bring all those messages together, Venus is very important and also because when she is in Leo. She's in mutual reception with the sun in Libra. She's the ruler of the sun in Libra. So very big Venus energies in October. And this can bring in love, new love. This can bring in downloads of self-love. This can activate what you need in connections in relationships that are good for you, that are healthy for you. This could show you what you've been missing, what you haven't experienced before, what you're ready for next. So many ways this can play out, of course, but very big Venus energies in October that are designed to break cycles, strengthen the parts of yourself that have been out of balance. And keep in mind that being in balance is also showing you how to be strong in all areas of your energy. Where, let's say in a day, you can move between your masculine and your feminine. And maybe there's things that you do effortlessly. You're used to that. Maybe there's things that you don't move between, meaning you're very comfortable only in your feminine. And so the universe is pushing you to strengthen the masculine, vice versa. You're stronger in the masculine and then the universe is asking you to take a look at the potential that lies within your untapped feminine. So that is one of the ways to work with not only Libra season, but October because there is a strengthening here. And the strengthening is meant to show you where you have more areas of growth But also, I feel this as capacity for greater joy and happiness, something expansive and delightful, something that you're wanting and desiring to bring into your reality. These eclipses can open it up. Now, also in October, we're going to have Mars, Mercury, and the sun meet up with the south node in Libra. So let's look at how this plays out. First, we have Mars conjunct the south node at 25 degrees of Libra, October 5th through 6th, which also is the same time that the north node in Aries is conjunct Eris at 25 degrees of Aries. Now, Mars conjunct the south node in Libra is more about contemplation, and I feel it is clearing the air. Where do you need to clear the air in something? Uh, Where have you been wrestling with an emotion, an anger, a resentment, something, something that's not comfortable? And that would be the heiress energy. Heiress is the uninvited feminine. It's where we have felt kicked out and discarded. It's where we haven't been welcomed. And then there's this collection of energy that continues to gather and it creates this storm. It can be like a storm of anger or repressed feelings, and this is what we're meant to move through and grow through with the North Node working with this point, but with the opposite energy in Mars and Mars being the younger brother to Eris, there are trigger points here. It's like being triggered on both sides, but I feel like what we're learning is what needs to clear out. Again, where do you need to clear the air? Where do you need to settle something? Get something off your mind, have a conversation, do something that allows you to move the energy through. And that would be one of the higher intentions of this energy. Again, October 5th to 6th, and it's occurring at the same time, that Venus in Leo is going to be trining the North Node in Aries. So we have some really evident energies here about going in new directions because what's done is done. The past is over. You can't go back unless your time machine is fully charged and has new batteries. But otherwise, we've got to move forward. And this goes back to what I just mentioned about the Venus... Being different now. Something has shifted in you in perhaps profound ways. Of course, it depends on your chart and how you've been feeling the energies of Venus retrograde and all the other transits. But there's something here. You're meant to do it differently. Again, a cycle breaker. You're meant to see it in a new way to make a new choice where, yeah, you can feel angry or pissed off or stuff can still get to you and be triggered. So what do you do from a place of wisdom act with wisdom act with an understanding of energetics act with an understanding of how things play out what do you want to be tethered to what do you want to be set free from what do you want to put energy towards what drains you and holds you back and almost like pulls you back kind of like a rip current pulls you back into something and you're like i i don't even have energy for this anymore Again, being very intentional this month about your actions, your words, your choices, and that's what's going to set you free. There also could be something here. It's interesting. I'm getting the visual of a baby giraffe learning to walk for the first time Um, because when giraffes are born, they have those long, gangly legs and they have to learn to balance, but they're doing it for the first time. Literally, right? Like they're literally fresh from the womb. How do I stand up on these tall legs with wobbly knees and it could feel like that you could feel like I'm learning to work with this energy in a whole new way I don't feel stable don't know if I'm doing it right but I know this is the correct direction to go and that could be something that you feel sets you free sets you free from the past sets you free from previous energy cycles opens you up to a new potential and is also strengthening something that you didn't even know was weak within you. And so it can be a blow to the ego where you're like, oh wow, I'm not good at this. Or this is kind of scary and I want to go back to what I'm good at. I want to stay in the areas that I know, my comfort zone, what is true for me, what I've always done. But the universe is pushing us into new territories of ourselves, new energies in ourselves. There's no going back. And there's something here where when you are really connecting with your soul's wisdom, you're really feeling it it can override those fear-based messages of the mind or of the ego. It can override the parts of yourself that are afraid and don't know if I'm going to be good at this, not sure if I'm going to do this right. In fact, you're probably going to fall. There's probably going to be things that just give you opportunities to practice, we'll call it, where you're learning more about your full potential of who you are and who you can be and that isn't always graceful but it's needed at this time. Like I'm just feeling this energy so strongly that we're moving into new parts of ourselves that now we're applying. We're really applying it and the eclipses are going to bring that up. Now we also have the second eclipse on October 28th. This is the Taurus lunar eclipse at five degrees of Taurus in your chart. It is the last eclipse in Taurus. And it also is at the point where Jupiter will station retrograde at five degrees of Taurus on December 30th. And so this is where whatever is coming up for you with the Taurus lunar eclipse on October 28th, so the very end of the month, it will benefit you. It's going to bring up Some more things for you to honor and love about yourself. When Jupiter gets to this degree point at the end of the year, there could be some celebrations. There could be some things that transpire that validate the changes you've made. There could also be some really beautiful gifts, opportunities, and new energies that manifest and open up because of your willingness to be stronger, in these Taurus energies. Now, Taurus being the second astrological sign is about our internal security systems, how we feel good about who we are, how we're able to take care of ourselves through our basic needs, but also how we're building from that. We build our energy up and we look at, well, what would bring me more life? What would make me happier? How do I want to use my energy in a way that honors my self-worth and my values. So I feel like with this Taurus lunar eclipse at five degrees, it opens up things that we can simplify, that we can enjoy, that we can bring into our experience. And it's based on these new energies of self-acceptance and self-love. And again, this goes back to those Venus themes since Venus is the ruler of the eclipse and it also brings up how you're really grounding in the knowledge, the wisdom, what you've truly learned, how you're applying it and living from that energy, living from a new place of personal value and self-respect and that will be another big energy here in October. Now, I will be doing separate podcasts for you on the eclipses, but they are such dominant energies of October that, of course, I have to mention them. Now, we're also going to see Mars entering one of his home signs of Scorpio on October 11th. And when Mars goes into Scorpio, he is very powerful and forceful. He's aware of what he wants, of what he desires, and he locks into gear. That's where the passion drives him. That would be the more elevated understanding because Mars and Scorpio can also be driven by fears. The fear of something, but wanting to maintain control, wanting to ensure that nothing essentially makes him vulnerable. And this Mars in Scorpio is where we could feel more coming up of what we really, truly desire in terms of results, goals. It's a very ambitious Mars, and it's also a Mars that isn't going to tell you everything he's thinking or feeling because Scorpio keeps things to itself, can be quite secretive, and can even go into a sheltered cave to make progress. So this energy is quite powerful and it's where we also move into our convictions. And that's a Scorpio keyword. Scorpio is where we transform from something that Brings us into the lower octaves of fear, obsession, addiction, things that we basically don't have tools around, and allows us to understand what we need to do to become more skilled and to not let any of those lower energies drive us, but rather to be acting from an empowered state, to be making moves towards what. We really want, we don't want to give it up, we don't want to compromise, and we want things to connect to our soul. Scorpio is very soulful, and that's one thing that can be misunderstood, is that when it really energetically feeds you and drives you, it can even be effortless. It's just, again, something like locks in or clicks into place, and it's just a surge or force of energy that can be hard to describe. So Mars and Scorpio can be acting from his soul's desires, and that is something that will also be occurring here in October as we move into Scorpio season, which will officially begin when the sun enters Scorpio on October 23rd. So by the time the sun enters Scorpio, we will have Mars in Scorpio and Mercury in Scorpio so there's going to be much more here helping us dig into what we need to handle and take care of emotionally and Scorpio is fixed water I tend to think of it as a hot tub where the water circulates and spins but you've got to clean that out it needs a good filter right so the Scorpio intensity is where we then ramp up our own energy But we're also looking at, well, what is driving me? What is propelling me? And we become more conscious in Scorpio. We can become more self-aware. We can go there into the depths of our energy and to look at things that used to create fear, that used to be something we couldn't touch or couldn't look at. It was maybe too big and scary. And yet part of the Scorpio journey is that we say, yes, I can. I can look at this. I can face this. I've got this covered. And so this is where the Scorpio energies are going to bring up even more in the second half of October around what we have learned about ourselves that we can accept and love instead of push away and reject. The Scorpio energy is usually all or nothing and there can be those extremes with Scorpio. Um, This is where the energy can be so intense and so overpowering that you just feel it. It's almost like it's flooding you. It takes over. It's bigger than anything you feel you can control. But then it's also looking at, okay, well, what is the root emotional energy here? What is the root cause of what is rising up in me, what I'm feeling And that's where we go into therapy, counseling, do something with another to feel supported. And that is also part of the Scorpio journey is remembering you don't have to do it all on your own. Scorpio is where we open up and share with others, especially in a healthy manner, where we can talk about the fears, the vulnerabilities, the rejections, the things we have been through, and we can filter out those lower emotions. We can look at Well, what is the root cause of this? And again, that's something that often comes up through counseling, therapy, anything with a psychologist that shows you how you've been operating and you didn't realize it. So the Scorpio energy takes us into those parts of ourselves and ultimately can set us free. And that's part of the phoenix rising from the ashes. When the phoenix rises from the ashes, it's a free bird, free to go, transformed, elevated, ready to fly, ready to feel the essence of its own power. And so we embark upon those energies here in October when we have Mars entering Scorpio. Again, that happens on October 11th. Mercury enters Scorpio October 21st, and the Sun enters Scorpio October 23rd. Now, the other energy that shows up in October is Pluto stationing direct at 27 degrees of Capricorn. That occurs October 10th, and this is the last time that Pluto will be at 27 degrees of Capricorn, then move forward, and it will be the last time it's at 28 degrees of Capricorn. So there are completion energies here. There is also that ongoing square to the nodes of fate that we have been feeling, which is a pressure to evolve. Things can't stay as they are. Things need to shift in dramatic and powerful ways. And once this Pluto stations direct, it will start to back away from that tight square to the nodes of fate so it alleviates some of that tension but it's also showing us more of what we need to really take ownership of in our lives pluto wants our empowerment Although it often feels like disempowerment, it feels like everything falls down, it falls apart, there's destruction and death and just a mess of things that happen with Pluto transits. And then we understand what truly has to shift and change at a foundational level in order to rebuild with the higher energies. So essentially, we have been in a tight energy of intuitively and energetically feeling that We have to change parts of our experience and it might not even feel like a choice. It's almost like it's a requirement and you'll be feeling this the strongest if you have planets or points at 27, 28, and 29 degrees of the cardinal signs. So 27, 28, 29 degrees of Aries, Cancer, Libra, Capricorn. This has been a more intense time for you more emotional, more powerful, and even perhaps very overwhelming, sort of like there's a lot happening or a lot coming at you or a lot coming up. It can be too much at times. And the universe is showing you all the areas, perhaps of your life or of an experience that are connected to the same energy frequency that has to shift, that has to change. And that is something again that October brings up Another cycle breaking energy, another revelation, another understanding of something that maybe you thought would continue or was just fine. And here it is falling apart, tumbling down, and it is stirring up ultimately new ways to create new ways to begin again. And so there is a strong creation energy here, although it might not feel like it at times when you're living through destruction or things are emotional. But there's something here that can't continue. It can't keep going down this path. And this brings up karma. This brings up things that we weren't aware of, and that can be part of the shock. Um this brings up parts of our experience that the universe is saying this actually isn't connected to your full potential. And so even though Pluto transits put us through the ringer, the universe wants to remind you there's something better on the other side. It's going to be worth it. It doesn't happen overnight and it might not feel good. It might not feel validating. It might feel horrible, honestly, depending on your own chart, right? Because the more that Pluto is working with you directly, even the more painful it feels, the more powerless and challenging. But the universe is saying there's something better. There's something better. You're going to get there. It's going to show up. But first, there's things that need to be removed, torn down, permanently taken away from your experience, but ultimately from something within you that is not connected to your full potential. Something within you that is not really all that you are. And so this also brings up those ego deaths, this brings up the emotional struggle, and a lot of questions, a lot of fears, because Pluto takes us into new parts of ourself, but only after everything else has been demolished and removed, and it's quite, quite a lot to go through. But this is important to note that there is going to be something that's so much better that really connects with the fullness of who you are and what you're about. And this October could be a powerful month for showing you more of what that is, or at least assisting you in the changes that are needed. And again, going back to where you're out of balance, it could be that your intuition is giving you messages or downloads. And so are you receiving them? Are you listening to them? Are you pushing them away? Are you saying, no, that's not possible? No, I don't agree, you know, because the ego can shut it down. So that's why Libra season is a beautiful time to come into greater balance with who we are. And then that serves us as we move into Scorpio season, where ultimately we can power up with that awareness and with that energy field. Now, both Libra and Scorpio are connected to how we share energy, how we exchange with others, people we like, people we don't like, how we interact, dialogue, negotiate, all the ways that we basically create relationships and connections. And I've been receiving a visual here that I'm going to leave you with about what I'm intuitively seeing about this time. So imagine three pools Three swimming pools, okay? One on the left, one in the middle, one on the right. The pool on the left is 3D energies and there are fewer and fewer people in that pool in that pool of energy yes there are quite a few like if you look around you might feel like everyone's in the 3d pool well that's not true like intuitively what it looks like is there's actually fewer people in that pool and instead there's so many people in this middle pool and you could describe it as 4d or as a bridge but this middle pool is where a lot of people are and they're doing their work They're working on themselves, they're having breakthroughs, they're being more conscious about their energies, their needs. This is the pool of transformation, of growth. This is where you're tapping into more of who you really are, what you really want, what is possible. And this pool is very crowded is what I'm seeing intuitively. It's sort of like everyone is here. Then the pool to the right is more of the 5D. And there are people in that pool. And of course, there's more people in that pool, as we move through these big energies, more people who are more comfortable in the higher frequencies, who are more aware of their 5D expressions, their light body, their ascension journey, who they are at a soul level, their soul mission, their soul purpose. So this pool, even the water looks different. The water looks uh, looks like white. It looks more crystalline and it's purified. It's cleansed. Of course, there's always going to be more lessons and experiences we learn within every energy field so it's not to say that the 5d pool is just the safe harbor and nothing else ever happens that hurts you or gets to you but rather we're elevating we're ascending but what's funny to me is that in this middle pool the 4d pool or the bridge pool people don't want to leave they're like in these loops, if I've got to work on myself, it's almost like it's become a new safety zone where they're in this new comfort zone of energies and they need to keep moving it forward. Okay, now you need to go into the next pool. Now you need to jump on over there, do your own fancy flip off the high dive, but get into that 5D pool. And what I'm seeing is that people aren't moving. They don't want to leave this middle ground it's almost like this is where they want to stay and the universe is like no the point is to move forward to keep evolving to keep growing and so this is where i feel like there could be a lot of people all of a sudden being forced into that next pool of evolutionary growth and that could be something that they're not ready for and maybe not even acknowledging. But the point of this is that we're meant to keep swimming forward. We're meant to keep moving and ascending into new energies. So I feel like October is going to push people into more of that 5D energy. And then, of course, there's more energies after that right there's the bridges then that take us to 70 and beyond but this is where again people are kind of swimming laps and hanging out in this middle pool because it's become a place where they feel safe and it's known It's a known entity. It's a known experience. But I think this eclipse season is going to push people forward, require them to move into these new energies, but ultimately to apply it, to live from it, to live with new energetic mastery and wisdom, and to allow that to be something that is that next level up or that next experience of energy. So if you feel you've been in this middle pool and you're good, you're on your comfortable floaty, you have your drink of choice in hand, this eclipse season is where the universe could give you a pow and require you to move forward into these higher experiences where I feel like a lot of people know it's there. They're like, yep, I know it's there. Yep, I'll get there when I can. Yeah, I'm aware. And the universe is saying, okay, now. Now you need to get your butt over there. Now it's time for more people to really be in these 5D frequencies regularly, to be owning it, to be experimenting with their energy in this field and to know that this is where even more manifestations can occur. So all in all, October is a big month of the year with eclipses, with energy changes, with this reprogrammed heart chakra opening up with the strong Venus energies and with an understanding that we're meant to go forward. We can't go back. We don't want to go back, but to trust that there are good things waiting for you in that ascension part of your journey, in that new awakening to more energies. I also feel like once more people fully move into 5D, this is where we're going to have more relationships come together, more soulmates, more divine counterparts, more people entering into partnerships and commitments because they're at the same place and they're both ready or they're both willing. So I feel like this energy, especially October the eclipses, and beyond are going to help with new relational dynamics, new romantic connections, and with creating these types of relationships that are of the same frequency. So it's a big month and we'll be talking more about it every Wednesday. And then I have one more thing to share with you that I'm really excited and to announce is that the 2024 soul growth astrology program is now available this is the annual program i offer to you that covers the main astrology of the year and wow 2024 actually has some really beautiful energies we're going to have some very rare connections with the outer planets it's quite beautiful We have a galactic grand trine that we've never had before. I talk about that. We discuss the energies of the four Mercury retrogrades, why Venus is a big deal in June. We also have Mars retrograde in Leo in December. So the end of the year, we'll have the next Mars retrograde. Four eclipses, one in Aries, two in Libra, One in Pisces, yes. some very interesting energy signatures with the four eclipses of 2024. Pluto enters Aquarius and in this program is my biggest presentation on Pluto and Aquarius themes that we will be moving through into 2044. So it's a wide scope look at Pluto in Aquarius, what is coming up, all the areas of our life that will be feeling this. We also look at Sedna moving into Gemini plus Jupiter moving into Gemini. So this program has 10 individual webinars going through the big astrology of 2024. I always love, love, love doing this program for you. It takes me months to put it together, but I just enjoy it because I really want it to help you. So you bring your astrology chart and we go through the degree points that are important, what to look at, what to be aware of, and what is coming up for you in 2024. So I'll put the link below and be sure to use coupon code 2024 to get the full program for only 33 bucks. That's for a limited time. So please check that out. I hope it benefits you and I hope it helps get you into alignment or these big multidimensional energies that 2024 will be opening up for us. So please come over and check that out. I will be back every Wednesday and Monday for a new podcast episode. Thank you so much for joining me and wishing you a beautiful journey through October, ready to break those cycles, ready to really honor what's in your heart and ready to move forward with these energies in powerful ways. You can find out more about me at online, and I'll see you back here soon. Thank you so much.